Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jettikin. And this is Melrose Place Season 1, Episode 21, Picture Imperfect. I just got the title. Because it deals with the imperfect picture. Yeah. There's there's a big photo controversy in this one. There's a bit, yeah. A big to-do over at D&D. Which is wow. where we open up. Which is where we open up. And let's just start off this episode by mentioning it finally happened. Yeah. Amanda's here. Amanda Woodward, D&D account executive, <laughs> whatever she is. Yeah. And apparently she's been at D&D this whole time. We've just never seen her. Right. You know, but we've seen Brad in accounting. Yeah. With the mullet. So it's not like she's a new employee. No. That they've brought in. She's apparently been there the whole time. She's the art director. Yes. So we open at D&D and Allison is wearing a white cardigan with a belt over it. Yeah. She's, She's got some outfits. I think that. She woke up this morning and she's like, I'm going to try something. Yeah. She thought she tried something good and it didn't work out for me. She chose violence <laughs> with this outfit. Yeah. The, the like long white skirt as well. Didn't, didn't look good, Allison. And Lucy pulls her into her office to tell her some great news. Allison, you've been promoted to assistant account executive. Yeah. Someone left. Toby. Toby got fired. For, for, like, have, for having an affair with a client or something. Yeah. He, we find out later. He was fraternizing <laughs> with, <laughs> with a D&D client. Allison obviously is really excited. And Lucy also keeps saying that this account they're working on needs a new photographer because the photographer that they had also just like bounced. So we know where that's going. We know where this is going. <laughs> hmm, I wonder hmm. if Allison knows any people who take pictures. Who don't have anything going on. Right. <laughs> That's the key. Jack shit. They're, and she's like, we need someone we can afford. Yeah. Who's not, who's available. Last we need minute. a real loser with nothing going on. Call Joe Reynolds. This is where we now meet Amanda Woodward, who is the art director on this account. Enter Amanda with her power blazer, her iconic moosed up long bob. I remember this entrance because I think they use it for her credit later on. Yes. Because <laughs> I was like, this is so familiar. 
Amanda shows Allison to her new cubicle because now she's got it. They keep calling it her office, but that's a cubicle. And Amanda refers to it as her veal fattening pen. Right. (laughs) Which is like, that's such a weird... Yeah, but Amanda's really nice to Allison at this point. She's showing her the ropes. Yeah, this is like a new mentor for Allison. And this account is um, starring Rex Weldon. Who, who we, is a tennis? Is he a tennis player? I think so. Okay, he's a tennis player and he's really hunky. Not <laughs> not according to me, by the way. No, but his look is also kind of seventies, don't you think? Like, it was weird. I didn't get. I didn't get this guy. He was kind of like seventies teen idol, like yes. a little bit longish hair, uh, kind of like a Leaf Garrett, David type. Cassidy, David Cassidy, like it just kind of like. A pretty boy, right? Like he had the face of a teenage boy, but the body of like a playgirl model. Well, and we and we get a good look at it later. We do get a good look <laughs> at it. He's he's very he's very muscular, but also really f- like lean. Yeah, like a swimmer's body. I guess sometimes they refer to it, where it's like very like he's not bulky, right? Like no. a bodybuilder. No. Um, so they're gushing over their client, Rex, who's starring in this underwear campaign that they're putting together. Allison thinks he's really hot. Yeah. That night, to celebrate Allison's promotion, where else do they go but shooters? The whole gang's there. We get a little Matt and Rhonda for a second. One second. <laughs> we get Billy in a Hawaiian shirt. He's He's sulking. Yeah. Uh, our one Michael scene in this episode. I, oh, right. Michael pulls Billy aside to the pool table because he wants to set Billy up on a blind date. This whole storyline is completely pointless, by the way. It was so pointless. What it, is it for? It, we're, okay. Here's what I, something I realized. So Jane is completely absent from this episode, right? She's gone. How I where's she been? Was Andrew Shoe contractually obligated <laughs> to be in every single episode and they just had to shoehorn in a storyline here? I mean, it's kind of weird because he's not like he wasn't really a big star coming into this. Like he hadn't been in much. No, but I feel like why don't we take a day off where Billy's not I guess you have to have him there if they go in are in Allison's apartment. Right, but he didn't have to have this whole blind date storyline. No, it's like this was complete filler, but there was some pretty good uh, moments and lines. Well, it's definitely the comedic storyline. Yeah. So Michael wants to set Billy up with a coworker at the hospital. She's a nurse, and her name is Lydia. And Billy, of course, is very concerned that this is a blind date and that she won't be hot. Yeah, he's like, what does she look like? Is she a dog? Yeah. And he's... He says, this was, a, this was a good line. He says to Michael, why can't she get a real date? And Michael says, why can't you? Mm. I mean, maybe they have this storyline setting up for the next week, mm. the dating. Or like he's looking for someone. He's looking for someone and also just to reiterate that he goes through women quickly. Right. And he's always dating. Joe is also at Shooters. She congratulates Allison and Allison is like, oh my God, Joe, let me bring your book into my work because like we're looking for a new photographer. Yeah. And Joe, of course, loves this idea. She's like, yeah, no one will hire me. No one likes my pictures of seagulls. No. On the beach. Um, Allison 
agrees to come over to Joe's apartment later to take a look at her portfolio, see see what she's got going on. She's got some volleyball players on the beach. She, <laughs> she just likes to take natural, like what's happening. What's that's happening her vibe. on the beach yeah. in Venice. And she doesn't th- like posed. And that's what they're looking at. They're looking at these volleyball pictures and Allison's like, Joe, these are beautiful. There's so much energy in them. I love them. <laughs> she asks her what's going on with you and Jake. And Joe tells us we're taking it slow. Now, at this point, they still have not have, had sex yet. I was shocked. I, every time we're reminded of that in the show, it is shocking to me. Well, because it's not like this is the type of show where we would see it. So you can assume maybe it happened during the commercial break or something. Like, yeah, and it's not the kind of show that's trying to be like moralist either. No, so it's just like it just seems odd for their characters because we've had things where they're kissing, and we could you could easily assume that it led to other things, and we just didn't hear about it or whatever. Yeah, because it like will fade out. Yeah, but they haven't. They still haven't had sex. Um. Allison loves Joe's edgier black and white photos that she shot in New York, and she wants to take those into the office to show D&D. Yeah. And the next day at D&D, Amanda's looking through Joe's book, and she loves it. She's like, they're sexy and stylish. Who's her agent? And Allison's like, I don't think she has an agent. Yeah, she doesn't have one out here yet. Then they show the work to Lucy. Lucy approves. This is all very wholesome. Allison is just like, she's killing it in her new role. Yeah. As junior ad exec, whatever. She solved a problem that she, they had. She solved a problem. She's on the fast track to taking Lucy's job. Yeah. Um, and everything with Amanda is very wholesome at this point. Very. Next, we go to one of Terrence's restaurants. Terrence's restaurants, and it looks like a ski resort. Yeah, where is this restaurant? Where is this? I have no idea. I, I, I rewound it. I'm like, are they, is this the outside of his restaurant? Where, what town are they in? Yeah. Uh, he's in the kitchen with Rhonda sampling some desserts, and he tells her he wants Nancy, the restaurant's pastry chef, to make the cake for their wedding. They have a dumb little squabble. A playful squabble. But this is a ridiculous idea from Rhonda, though, that her mom will make the wedding cake. I'm sorry. This isn't like a birthday party. (laughs) I'm just saying that's a really hard thing to make, a huge cake for a lot of people. Yeah. And it needs to be... That's a beautiful cake, usually, that's professionally decorated. I mean, you could do it if you were sort of in that field and maybe or starting out or something. Or but come on. Or if it was for like ten people. Yeah. But Terrence is planning this like two hundred person wedding. Anyway, this whole scene, they're smooching in the restaurant. They're like, mm, I love you. Yeah. It's, no one cares. No, yeah, it's just very whatever. Back at D D, we meet Rex who is the tennis player slash model for this campaign. And Allison immediately is like fucking horny. She's like, oh, Rex. (laughs) She's like, I think I'm getting wet. (laughs) She doesn't know what that is. She doesn't know what wetness is. I haven't been this wet since Keith. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, we also meet Arnold, who is one of the other ad execs. He's like the um or the co- the co- company. He's, he's the, the head of the company. It's an underwear company, right? And he's like the nerdy kind of conserv more conservative corporate guy. He's Arnold Castle. <laughs> That's his name. His name That's is a funny. Name. His name is Arnold Castle. Lucy fills Arnold in that they've hired a hot new photographer from New York to shoot this campaign. They do a great job of showing how how much bullshit everything is. Yeah. It's just all about making people, not lying, like in this industry, but making it seem really much cooler than it is. Like, right. Like she's from New York. She's up and coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we were lucky to get her. And even when Arnold says, oh, I think I've heard of her. Yeah, because he's. it's easy to lie when everyone else is going to want to pretend they know too. Yes. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to point out is I'm really happy that we've reached the point of the show where we're going to get more D&D action. Because it's already way more interesting. Because one of my favorite aspects of this show is seeing the inner workings of this office and sort of... Uh, and the weird ads that Allison has to do. One of the things I noticed in these two episodes is that we already get an uptick in advertising lingo and talk yes. between Allison and Amanda. Yes. And it's kind of interesting because it's actually very specific. Uh, so I kind of like that. Yeah, I always, I always like the D&D storylines on this show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get more of that now. Um, but then a very unbelievable thing happens. Because Rex asked Allison to take him out somewhere that's the most happening place in Los Angeles. I screamed. <laughs> and then we cut to shooters. shooters. I was like, as it was happening, I was like, she's not going to take <laughs> shooters, is she? <laughs> this guy's a famous tennis star. It felt like a troll from the director of this show, where it was just immediately after he says, I want you to take me to the hottest place in town, we just get a hard cut to shooters. And it was like, they could have said any other dialogue, right? He's like, where do you guys go for fun? She, she could have said something like, well, here's where me and my friends go. But no, they kind of had this build up and then cut to shooters, which was very funny. It was really funny. Did you also feel like the shooter sign, the O's were a little more <laughs> darker than the other letters this time? I didn't notice that. I kind of felt like that. And I was like, was, was, I was like, was this always that way? Like, I did not notice that, but that's really funny. Um, Rex is being very flirty at shooters to Allison. He's like coming on to her. He's yeah. calling her beautiful and he's like, you should be the model. And she's she's loving it, but she's also really nervous. Yeah, because Allison, Melon, Allison plays by the rules and she is not going to break the rule of hooking up with a client. She's going to keep it professional. Yeah, she's going to keep it way professional. And so even though she is very horny for Rex and he wants to take her out for dinner, she says, I really think we got to keep this professional. And he says, well, this doesn't look like an office to me. Also, we find out that Allison wants to end the night at 7.30 p.m. Classic (laughs) Allison. Because she's like, I got to go. And we don't know. And he's like, it's 7.30 p.m. I was like, Allison, this is just embarrassing. (laughs) You guys have been out for an hour and a half, like assuming you get off work at six. Like, right. Um, cut to Allison lying on her couch, yelling to Billy, just take me out and shoot me. 
Yeah. She can't believe that she turned down Rex Walden. She just, she was so close. Who was that hot tennis player that Mandy Moore dated? Andy Roddick. Is he like the Andy Roddick of of this era? Is he supposed to be like that kind of guy? Maybe. Where he's like the hot athlete. Yeah, like a hot young athlete. Was Andre Agassi hot? I think people thought he was hot. Because he also had the long hair. Yeah. He was like a bad boy. He was like a tennis hunk. Yeah. Um, Allison cannot believe that she turned this guy down. She says, just take me out and shoot me. And Billy goes, oh, I think you really show willpower, Allison. They're just so wretched, these two episodes together. (laughs) I fucking hate them. (laughs) Just their relationship is so so bad. Billy is getting ready for his date, his blind date. Which I was also kind of like, you're going out pretty late because Allison left at 7.30, I guess. And she seems like she's been home a while. I guess he's going out with her at like 8.39. Yeah, it depends where they're going for dinner. Yeah, Maybe I they're going to shoot. Oh, they're not well, going to shoot. Well, we know where they go. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's really awkward. That's true. Billy's also wearing the loosest suit jacket. It's like an Arsenio Hall coat yeah, or something. Yeah, it's huge. So Billy goes to the apartment building of his date. He knocks on the door. When it opens, he's immediately disappointed that she's not hot. I also thought it was unusual to pick up a date for a blind date. Don't you usually meet them somewhere? Yeah. I don't know. That is a good point. But yeah, he's at her apartment. She's just like a very nice... Not she's not unattractive, but, but he's it's not like, his type. He's like devastated. Yeah. He wanted like Pamela Anderson to open the door. Right, and she's just a pretty nurse. In a, it, but he wanted Pam Anderson in a nurse outfit. Yeah, <laughs> like a porn fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he's also has like no poker face. I think we've talked about this before. Like right. it's so obvious. No, he's he visibly like deflates. He grimaces. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and she's already probably self-conscious about what he's going to think of her. Yeah. So and, she would have noticed. Yeah. So they go to a Japanese restaurant for dinner. It's awkward as hell. They or they both order two gigantic fruity cocktails. Here's my problem with this scene. It's like they want to show how boring the date is, but it's actually just boring for us as well. Like there's nothing funny about it, really. It's yeah. It's just boring. It was a really boring scene. There wasn't anything funny about the dialogue. It was just watching two people be on a bad date. Right, and have nothing to talk about. Yeah. And so we're just bored. He's like, I like soccer and writing. (laughs) That's what I like to do. (laughs) Writing. Anyway, Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The next morning, we get another Allison complaining scene. Ugh. We got to have one of these in episode. Because she's, she's preparing for her big photo shoot with Joe. And she's really stressed out about it. And like, what if they don't like Joe? I'm going to get fired. She's completely spiraling. She's wearing a really hideous blouse that's green, olive green. And down the the front is like a Rococo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't know how to describe it. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, but when she's worried about Joe, weren't you shocked when Billy's like, she's going to be terrible? Oh, I, I was laughed. like, Billy? I laughed so hard. <laughs> He's still bitter about her rejecting him, clearly, right? Like, okay. I, okay. This is perfect. So let's go through this. So she tells Billy she's worried specifically about Joe. He's like, why? And she's like, because I hired her to be the photographer. And he's, he goes... No wonder you couldn't sleep. She'll be terrible. She's difficult. She won't listen. She'll cause all kinds of problems. And Allison goes, Billy, will you stop it? Now, yeah. here's, I laughed. I it's laughed funny. at this because it is very funny. That, <laughs> that like a character we all love, Billy's just trashing. But I was wondering what, something had to have happened where Billy was bitter at Joe. Was it because that early... When they first met, when she first... I think he's decided she didn't go for him because she's difficult and doesn't know what she wants. So he has to keep maintaining that that's her persona and everything so he can feel better about her rejection, I think. That makes sense. But it was very funny because it's also like, even if you feel that way, why wouldn't you make Allison feel better? (laughs) Like, it'll be fine. She's a professional photographer. She's going to do a good job. Because Billy, no. Billy has the emotional intelligence of a teenager. Yes. He's not, like, he, he's not a grown-up. He's no. just not. Um, she goes, Billy, stop it. And then she asks him how his date was, and he says, okay, average. I told her I'd call her, but I won't. And then she loses it. furious. She gets, she's, she's been that girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's, this hit a nerve. Totally. This totally struck a nerve with Alice. She goes, oh, Billy, that's awful. She's going to sit there night after night waiting for you to call, eating her fucking tub of Bluebell ice cream. <laughs> Which we know is coming. <laughs> with her bowl of cereal in her, under her duvet. She's like, it's all her. Yep. It's all Allison. She felt that deep. She's like the type of woman who would talk nonstop about someone ghosting her today. Like, it would mm. be like every tweet got ghosted. <laughs> yeah. And, and her friends would be like, why are you revealing this information? Yeah. Just stop. Stop Please. telling people that guys ghost you all the time. Jake congratulates Joe on her new job. And she rushes off to the photo shoot with Allison when we get to the studio, it looks like a beefcake, like, whoa, this is very horny situation. Oh, he's completely just wearing tidy, tight underwear. Yeah, he's in like... Bikinis. Bikini briefs. Yeah. And he's very oiled up and muscular. And Joe is so into it. Joe is like very... She's like, 
Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Mm. Well, because remember they say, like looking at her portfolio, someone says something like, she has a good rapport with her subjects. So then they like show us. Because she's literally like, oh, yeah, keep doing that. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Like, it's just like the horniest directions ever. And she doesn't shut up. It's like she's about to come. Yeah. She goes, oh, baby, that's right. Imagine if Jake had, like, walked in on this. He would have been really upset. He would have stormed out. Yeah. And, and got been, on his motorcycle. treatment yeah. later. <laughs> we know Jake's MO. But Lucy and Arnold are very pleased with how the shoot went. Allison tells Joe she was wonderful. And after all the executives and Allison leave, Joe approaches... Oh, no. She actually tells this to Allison. So everyone's getting ready to leave. And she tells Allison that she really wants to push the envelope, try something new. Mm. And she asks her, is it okay if I just like do a couple more kind of experimental, edgy photos? Right. And Allison's like, yeah, go ahead. So she leaves, and Joe tells Rex, lose the briefs. And he, we get a look at Rex, and he's like, huh? Because <laughs> Rex, Rex will fuck anyone. He just he came to L.A. not to work, but to fuck someone. He wants to get laid. Yeah. At Shooters, Billy complains to Jake about his date. I was laughing because they were drinking margaritas, and I was like, I've never seen anyone drink a margarita at Shooters before. And then I looked, and there was a banner in the background (laughs) that said, it's margarita night. (laughs) That's some attention to detail. I was so impressed. I was so impressed. (laughs) Billy... (laughs) I was like, why margaritas? It's Margarita Mondays. It's Margarita Night at Shooters. Oh my God. Um, Joe is also at Shooters, but she's at a table with Rex. And they're talking after this photo shoot. And she's like, I'm going to make your butt famous. (sighs) And he's flirting with her because he's just trying to fuck on this trip. We also find out that um, Billy has to go, agreed to go out to dinner with that girl. Because he called oh, her to, yeah. to like not ghost her, and then he ended up being finagled into another date or a dinner. Right. And I like when Jake is like, your first mistake was calling her. Your second mistake was listening to Alice. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a lot of low-key shade from characters to other characters. I love it. So anyway, Joe is flirting, or not Joe isn't flirting, but Rex is flirting with Joe. And she's not going for it. She goes up to Jake, who's annoyed because he has been watching Joe and Rex sit at this table together. Right. And he takes off and she's like, Jake, we were just having a drink. And he's like, yeah, it's a little tough to watch. Because they don't have a commitment yet. No. Yeah. At the apartment, Allison is looking for Joe and Jake's like, I don't know where she is. Last place I saw her, she was a shooters with Rex. As if he knows who Rex is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so far... And Allison's furious. And so far, Rex has gone to shooters twice during this trip. Imagine coming to LA and that's where you go twice. <laughs> shooters. <laughs> this is devastating for him. Jake is convinced that Rex and Joe like hooked up or that something something's going on. Um... 
do they? Sh- oh, Allison's pissed because yeah. she's like, we have a deadline, and she's also secretly mad that Joe is with Rex, right? Because she's mad that she turned him down. And Joe is breaking the rules once a fucking gun. Right. And she, because she follows the rules, Allison always gets screwed. Right. <laughs> it's a very frustrating existence for her. <laughs> Watching everyone else have fun. Do whatever the fuck they want. And, and she's the good girl. <laughs> with, with, the, with the tapestry vest. <laughs> Joe arrives with Rex. And Allison's like, Joe, I'd like to see the proofs. Why don't, oh, you, get, yeah. why don't you get working on those proofs? If I were you, I'd start working on them. She needs them ASAP. <laughs> it's like two hours after the shoot. And Jake and, and Allison are both jealous. They're both standing there with their arms folded. Like, right. You have a lot of explaining to do, Joe. And Joe, I do have to love Joe's attitude because she's like, come on. <laughs> Although part of me is kind of like, you've been dying to get a job. Like maybe you should be a little more like on top of it yeah. or going above and beyond, but it's like, it's still over the top on Allison's part. Yeah. She's like, relax. You'll get them tomorrow. First thing. Yeah. And that's when Allison says, well, if I were you, I'd start working on them now. Right. And it's the thing with Allison is she's clearly just jealous. Yes. That's what this is all about. She yeah. doesn't care about the proofs. Right. Rex then kisses Joe goodbye on the cheek and both Jake and Allison are livid. It's very unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) The next morning, Allison wakes Joe up, and Joe is, like, not awake. She's like, well, I'm not quite awake because I was up all night per your orders. But she goes inside as Joe makes her coffee, and Allison begins to grill her. Right. And be like... And then she gives her a lecture. She's like, Joe, this account is very important to me. My whole career, my life... Is on the line. And furthermore, she's upset that Joe went out with Rex because it's unprofessional. And Joe is just like, relax. And that's when Allison says, says to Joe, Oh, and by the way, he asked me out too. <laughs> I just like how it's like, that's what you're mad about. Right. There it is. And, and she's also just mad that Joe doesn't follow the rules. Like I said before, that's really what it is. Everyone doesn't follow the rules and still has a great life. Right. Uh, and she's ruining her life by being a little nitpicker. Like, and, yeah. and, and super high strung. Also, did you notice how fast this coffee came out? It was really fast. <laughs> Joe put it in and then they were drinking it seconds later. I was like, I need that coffee machine. It was very quick. <laughs> oh, and then we get the comical... Joe drinking the coffee and she goes, ow. Like, was that like a little improv they kept in? Like, like it was actually hot? Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah. And Allison leaves and she goes, thanks for the coffee. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> uh, uh, Rhonda and Terrence are, they pull up to some big ass house and Rhonda has no idea why they're there. And then Terrence takes out a key and opens the door and he says, your palace awaits, madame. So he just bought this big-ass house. Now, look, I like Terrence a lot. I think he really does love Rhonda. I think he's a great guy, and it's he buys a lot of nice stuff for her. But it is weird to like buy a house without asking someone. Well, also, as nice as this house, it's like obviously a huge mansion. It's kind of like where the Beverly Hillbillies live. 
Like this isn't like a young couple house necessarily. No. It was very Tudor and old fashioned. It just wasn't like a, I don't know. It wasn't like a house you would picture a young couple moving into, even if they had a ton of money. It wasn't a cool house. No. It's not a house that seems like Rhonda's style. Also, they keep talking like the houses in the suburbs, but I was like, what are you talking about? What is the suburbs in LA? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they were acting like it was 45 minutes away or something. I was just confused where they were. Where they were. I mean, the, I, what I'm guessing is like the house was in Pasadena. I guess which that might like, be. What are you guys talking about? Forty-five minutes. Do you freaks drive down to the beach all the time? Right, but you wouldn't even necessarily refer to Pasadena as the suburbs. No, it's just very weird. LA is a different kind of city. Yeah, like the if the closest I would think would be the Valley, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. But you would just call it the Valley. Yes, like but this house was just. It seemed like Homeby Hills or like one of those areas. Yeah, especially the style of it. Yes. So, but Rhonda's clearly upset. And honestly, I'd be mad too. Cause I'd yeah. be like, I want to say in this mansion we're buying. Right. Like, <laughs> even though Terrence is a really nice guy, he is very controlling and not in a malicious way, but he's like, he needs to have control over the whole situation. He never really asks for Rhonda's input. And I think part of it is because he has gotten to the point maybe where he feels like people only like him for his money. So he yeah. has to keep giving. Yeah. That's and I a think, good point. I think that's what it is. And Rhonda is more down to earth than that. So I think that's why it rubs her the wrong way sometimes. I mean, I'm really bummed the more, the more I think about it that like, I don't know what Vanessa Williams and Terrence's schedule was or whatever their like career paths were like, or why they got cut from the show eventually. But I feel like, I mean, they would have been a really interesting addition to the rest of the series. And they would have expanded it outside of D&D and the apartment complex. Yeah. Into like, it would have been interesting to see like what happens when your friend gets really rich yes. and you're still in the apartment. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would have enjoyed to see how their characters interacted with all the batshit crazy drama that happened. Yeah. Especially if they're probably like starting a family. They're just like on a different planet almost. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean... Maybe it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Anyway, Rhonda all of a sudden is like very unsure about this whole thing. Not just the house, but her relationship in general. Right. Back at D&D, Allison and Amanda are eating lunch and the slides finally arrive. And Amanda is like... She's like harassing this... Like delivery guy, she calls him Rocket Butt. <laughs> she calls him Rocket Butt. <laughs> Amanda has like <laughs> some weird lines, like the veal thing, and then she also tells this guy that Guns and Roses makes you impotent. Yeah, I was like, I love the Guns and Roses reference. First of all, yeah, like, it's, it's very funny. This guy, this total like stoner guy with his headphones, he's like the little courier delivering the slides, and she's just like get the fuck over here. You're disgusting. Right. And after she says the impotent line, she's like, that's probably for the best that he's going to be impotent like, or something. Yeah. Uh, Allison looks at the slides and is horrified because he's naked in the slides. Rex. Okay. I have major issues with how this whole re- like thing went down. Me too. Going forward. Me too. None of it makes sense to me. No. Because who cares if she took some? You don't have to use them. It wasn't like she only took nudes. Do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't understand 
why this was the big deal they made it into. Yeah. Like I can understand not liking them or being unsure about them, but it's like you have the ones you like still. Right. There's no problem. There's no problem with that. But they made it a problem. But Allison is fucking horrified. And she goes to yell at Joe later. And Joe is like, Allison, I didn't do this to humiliate you. I made a professional judgment. She's explaining to her, like, look, I wanted to do something unexpected. I wanted to do something edgy. And Allison is like, we're selling underwear. And this is so indicative of who Allison is as a person because she refers to Rex's ass as a rear. (laughs) (laughs) She calls it a rear. And she's like, Joe, this is my job. As annoying as I think Allison is, I do feel like Joe needs to get a grip and realize that this is just a job. It's not her artistic photography that she has to do right now. That is true. She could have just taken them for herself and for her portfolio. Uh, but it's like, it is Allison's choice and Allison, it's like, they are selling a product. Uh, and this company doesn't seem it's not Calvin Klein where they want to do edgy photography for their, um, campaigns. Right. So I do feel like Joe's a little unprofessional here. She is unprofessional here. Even if Allison is being a little weenie about it. Um, Joe basically calls her a prude and she just wants Allison to take risks. And she's like, Joe, this is business. And she did just get this job. She did. So I she, mean, she does have a right to be nervous. Totally. Even though I don't understand why this would get her fired. Well, why not just present it like, here's the photos you liked. And if you want to go edgier, we also have this option. Do right. you know what I mean? Like, Right. At Lydia's, she's made dinner for Billy. And she is shoveling sweet potatoes onto his plate. <laughs> She, why did she, why did, it felt like she was like a hostage. The this way she was seen as weird. The way she was like shaking and shivering, like, you want some more sweet potatoes? Very weird. And she tells him she didn't make any of it. It's all from Gelson's. I love the Gelson's. I love the Gelson's I was like, reference. I didn't even know it existed. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm a Gelson's customer. It was kind of like, I didn't uh, know that. Exciting. Yeah. She then, says she points out that both of them have been stuffing their faces so that they they don't have to talk to each other. And then she tells him, you know, you're actually not my type. I prefer men that are more substantial. And Billy, (laughs) proving how unsubstantial he is, says, you mean fat? Uh, She must have sighed so deeply inside her head. And she says, no, I mean like established... um, Older, and he's like, hmm. I mean, as she's at, that's an accurate description of Billy. He's not very substantial. <laughs> <laughs> no, in any way, shape, or form, like he doesn't. He's a very vapid person. Yeah, even when he talks about things he supposedly loves, like his writing, there's never any depth to it. It's like he had some fantasy of being a writer as a kid, and that's it. Yeah, like yeah. Um, no, it's he's. He uh he's pissed he's pissed at this because he's like how like you're the one who's not hot. Yeah. He doesn't say that. I love that Lydia owned this jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought that he was the one that it was, was gonna very dump satisfying. her. Yeah. Yeah, because he wanted to be the one to dump her, but she's like, oh no. Um she's like they they do agree that they're not into each other, both of them. 
but she bought dessert. So why don't they eat the dessert? And she says she got a Claire's from Gelson's. And he goes, chocolate? And she says, no, vanilla. So what he, the hell is a vanilla eclair? <laughs> Sorry. Never heard of that. So, so he just leaves. Like, yeah, it's like, see, we're not meant to be. You this, like, this, put, shoot this storyline, put it out of its misery, it's done. Yeah. Like, thank, thank God. Thank God. We're done with that. Matt, finally Matt shows up. In the laundry room. He's doing laundry <laughs> with Rhonda. And he's like, don't you and Terrence have a wedding to plan? He said that kind of shadily. I thought so too. There was a little edge <laughs> when he said that. Because I was like, he hasn't seen her in a while. Yep. And now she needs him. Yep. And now she needs him. Because yeah. everyone needs to lean on Matt and take, no. take, take, take from Matt. I love shady Matt. Uh, she tells him she's scared. She explains that Terrence took, took her to see a house that he bought it's big, it's 40 minutes outside the city, and she says, I'm not ready for that. And she's worried that they don't want the same things. And he says, Rhonda, do you love him? And she's like, uh, uh. And she, he says, Rhonda, but do you love him? And she can't answer. She says, <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good answer. Allison is looking at slides and Billy strolls in to start bitching about his bad date. And then she shows him a slide, and he, she's like, what do you think about this? And he goes, oh, nice butt. Not that I'm interested. Or something. <laughs> he like, makes some kind of like... He's like, no homo. Yeah, but nice <laughs> Literally. butt. And she says, do you think it's too risky? And he goes, I warned you about her. He's feeling pretty satisfied. He is. This is like the moment <laughs> where, where the person that you don't like for petty reasons <laughs> told fucks you it up. Fuck up. Uh, at D&D, Amanda sees the photos and says, are you out of your mind? And she's like, this is too European. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and says that the clients are going to hate these. Allison is freaking out. And at this point, it's like, okay, so don't show them. Yeah. It's Just show the, show the normal ones. Right. So they do show the normal ones that everybody liked during the shoot. And this is a very weird scene. Because they're doing like a slideshow of these hot and sexy underwear pictures, whatever. Like the, the ones they liked when they were done and the, the nerdy guys and they're like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they're all like guffawing and making comments about how much they like them. It's yeah. just very funny. Uh, well, it's funny what they deemed was like over the line. Cause right. they weren't that different. I mean, no. there is straight up is one of the photos that they go, Ooh, is one where he's pulling his underwear out. Like, Right. And bending backwards. And his dick's kind of pushing in the fabric a little. Yeah. Like you could, <laughs> like, like you can almost see pubes. Yeah. It's very erotic. And all the... Like, I thought that one was over the line, personally. That was the most over the line one. But That they, was definitely the most vulgar to me. so vulgar. But they loved it. No, they loved it. They loved it. And so this is a successful photo shoot. And Lucy says, is that all, Allison? And Allison says, no, there's a few more. And she looks guilty already. Right. Like she doesn't want to do it, but she does it. And she shows the naked shots. That are very tame, 
by the way. They're actually very tasteful. Yeah. They're a lot more tasteful than the not naked shots. Because you're seeing the butt from the side, yeah. right? It's like, and then he's holding the underwear. I mean, it's very basic stuff. It is very basic. And immediately the music changes and and yeah. the client says, what the hell? No, they are outraged. They- <laughs> this is what didn't make sense to me because it's like, why not just say, we have a few more edgy ones. It might not be what you're looking for, but I thought I'd show you. Do you want to see them? Do you want to see them? Yes. Then the a normal person, even if they were super conservative, would just immediately go, eh, that's not for us. Yes. They wouldn't act horrified because this isn't going out to anybody. No. This isn't like, here's what we put on the Times Square's billboard. Right. <laughs> it's too late to change. <laughs> like, that's what their, their reaction is crazy. He says, he's buck naked. Yeah. Lucy turns on the lights and nervously laughs. Ha, sorry, just a little stab at humor. Yeah. They're like, can we please go back to the one where he's fucking the underwear? <laughs> <laughs> we want the pubes. Rhonda and Terrence are looking at invi- wedding invitation paper samples. And Rhonda looks like she's about to throw up. It's probably the lavender from the wedding in Provence envelopes. <laughs> right. And Terrence is like super into it. Well, here's the weird thing about this wedding invitation shop. It looked like um, one of those low budget printer places, not like a fancy wedding place like Terrence would have picked. Yeah. It was very weird. I guess that's like the, the whatever. Um, but Terrence is the kind of guy who's like way into wedding planning. He, it, that's like the first sign something's wrong because he's very into it and Rhonda isn't at all. No. And even if I don't want like a huge wedding, I wouldn't let someone else make the decisions. <laughs> I'd be like, well, let me see. Right. Yeah, exactly. I would still want an input on like the food and I would definitely have strong opinions about certain things. I would want you to show me what you wanted before it goes through at least. Yeah. But she looks sick to her stomach. Like yeah. she can't handle this. And she turns to him and she says, I'm not ready to get married, Terrence. Right in the shop. Right. Rhonda breaks up with Terrence. Gives him the ring back. In the shop. This poor woman who's helping them is like, oh, this is the most exciting thing that's happened all week. She's like, have you made a decision? He's like, I think one was just made. Right. (laughs) She's like, "Uh, what about the invitation? (laughs) Are you still going to buy the lavender one? Uh. Joe apologizes to Allison. She's like, I ruined your career. But Allison is surprisingly chipper. She says that Lucy called her into her office and said that the pictures are great and that she had courage and imagination, but poor judgment. But she did not get fired. And she has a new assignment, which is for Oakham Sausage. And Joe, you're not allowed to get anywhere near this. But I want to see what Joe, because think about it. It could be in an underwear. The sausage sausage could be in an underwear. I I would absolutely hire Joe back for the sausage campaign. Are you kidding me? I mean, here's what Joe doesn't get. She could have had this nice lucrative career just doing ads and then do her art on the side. Yeah. That's nothing wrong with that. A ton of people do it. I mean, I guess she does start working for D&D more in the future. Yeah, she does. She does. Uh, But it's, yeah. Um. But Joe has artsy ambitions, and she was like, yeah, I could have made a horny sausage campaign, Allison. Maybe they would have been more conducive to her ideas. Oakum. Oakum sausage. (laughs) That night, Joe goes over to Jake's with food, and I wrote, that is a lot of food. 
This was the most Chinese food <laughs> takeout containers I have ever seen in my life for two people. And this is coming from someone Me too. who when I order Chinese food, I get like 10 sets of chopsticks. Okay, this was like a shopping like from a from a shop from a store like Macy's yeah. type um shopping bag. It was huge. And it was jam-packed. The the containers were stacked to the top. Going over the top yeah. of the shopping bag. This wasn't like a grocery store bag. It no, was it like was, a massive shopping bag. It was the big brown bag from yes. Blo- from Bloomingdale's. Yes. And she kept pulling stuff out like she was Mary Poppins. Like it just kept coming out. She's like, I found a new Chinese place down the block. I was like, you found it? It's yeah. down the block. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ordered 30 dishes? Right? <laughs> it's like, that's not all rice. Like no, there's like a three of them, maybe. <laughs> but she, what, what if Jake wasn't hungry? It's like this is coming from like us, yeah, who order a ton of food because we want to make sure we have enough and leftovers. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Even I order like four dishes, maybe. Right. That's how much food there was. That I was shocked. It was an insane amount of food. <laughs> Two people couldn't possibly... That would be a week's worth of food almost. Easily. Between them. Easily. So she tells Jake that she likes him so much that it scares her. And they make up and they kiss. Meanwhile, Billy is microwaving a lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a knock at the door. Surprise, it's Amanda, and she's looking for Allison. And he goes, oh, I'm a roommate, Billy Campbell. He always mm-hmm. says his last name. No one knows who you are. <laughs> like, he probably thinks people are going to remember one day. From Campbell and Sons? <laughs> <laughs> Campbell and Sons Furniture in the Valley. Al- Amanda's there to drop off something for Allison, and he's like, ugh, immediately. Like, Bill- this is Billy's problem, is he can't... He has like a condition where he can't meet a new woman without asking her out. Because like, if you it's think weird. about it, it's compulsive. You, it's a compulsion. <laughs> if you think about it, he did it with Joe. He does it with every woman that comes into his cab. Right. He's never been able to meet a new woman without asking them out. He's like that cartoon with the wolf where the tongue and the eyes pop out. That's Billy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he immediately asks her out. He's like, can I invite you for a drink? And she's like, nah, I got to go. He's like, well, what about dinner? Just the worst. And she says, how about a rain check? And he's like, all right. And then we go off on his face. And it's just like, I don't want to end the, the show on a Billy look. <laughs> where he's like, hey. <laughs> Get a horny, One of his creepy, horny looks. Get a horny Billy look where he's like leering at her walk away. Yeah. And he's so proud of himself when he asks a woman out too. He's like, look, I got game. Like. He doesn't have game. It's just so pathetic. He's completely coasting by on his looks. Yeah. Because when he talks, you're done. I'm done. I'm done. Because he is cute. I will give Billy credit. Like, yeah. If he doesn't open his mouth, he's lying on the sofa in his tank top or and something. And his boxers. <laughs> yeah. He looks cute. Totally. Uh, but yeah, when he opens his mouth, forget it. His personality's repugnant. No, it's wet noodle time. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So that's the end of that episode. We will be back very soon with episode 22. Bye. Bye.